This podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional help. If you or someone you know is facing difficulties, I advise you consult a psychologist. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Psych for Life with Dr. Amanda Ferguson. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ferguson. Today, I'm discussing our inner critic, keeping it in check. You know that negative, often damning voice inside your head, the one that says you're not good enough, you don't deserve that, you'll never get there. This is often referred to as our inner critic or, in psychology, the negative ego. Ego is the word for person. And we all have a negative and a positive aspect till the day we die. So where does it come from? What's it all about? Is it ever a good thing? And how do we know when it might be? And what do we do if it's clearly holding us back? In this podcast, you'll learn some answers to these questions and some tips for keeping your inner critic in check. There are lots of ways of identifying our inner critic. For instance, the brain has a right hemisphere, which is the irrational automatic hemisphere where those thoughts just pop up from. Quite often, I'm not good enough. It's an unquantifiable statement. Good enough for what? I mean, there's nothing you can do about that statement and it just freezes us, takes us around in circles. And then the the left hemisphere, the rational hemisphere, may be very rigid and judgmental with its decisions and uh, beliefs. The belief system is where we hold decisions that we've often forgotten, we even made, and often as children. And then there's the other way of looking at all of this, from a psychological aspect, which is in terms of the superego or the executive function that oversees the the rest of our personality. It's, It's often said to be punitive or punishing when we're very judgmental on ourselves. And of course, much of our inner voices are founded on childhood experiences and from conditioning that we received as kids. Research has shown that young girls benefit from constructive criticism, whereas boys respond better to praise for good behaviour and work. So girls in particular tend to internalise this critical way of managing themselves, pushing, judging, demanding of themselves. And while this may help them to achieve, it can also build this punitive or punishing superego. Parents can be unaware that their child is driving themselves into clinical anxiety, stress or depression. A child will typically interpret their parents' words literally and personally. So imagine a child hears... You can always do better. Just do your best. Forget being top of the class. Just get 100%. Make sure you do get 100%. All these phrases may drive a child to perform well, but it's unsustainable, of course. So what's the solution? What are some of the things we can do? Well, a key thing is to accept that we will always have this negative aspect to ourselves. And knowing ourselves is where it's so important to be able to manage ourselves. How does your negative inner critic play out? For instance, I know quite often when mine pops up and I will literally say to myself, oh, you always say that. And so I'm dismissing it, but it's taken me decades to get to this point where I don't even get angry with it anymore. I'm just shrugging it off. I'm flicking it. So we need to identify when we're in charge of our inner critic And this is when we make ourselves perform and focus because we're using that inner critical aspect of ourselves where we can consciously drive ourselves. And we're conscious about our high standards. 
We may feel stressed, but we're still feeling in charge. Whereas when the inner critic is in charge, this is when we feel out of control. It's a spontaneous, automatic thing when it pops up. It's powerful and can make us feel fearful and often hugely uncomfortable. We need to bring more energy to bear on the inner critic than it has. And this is how we overpower it. Anger is a really quick way of doing this. And look, here's my story. Decades and decades ago, when I was in my 20s, a psychologist explained all of this to me, and I was horrified to see how huge my inner critic was. And so I really did the homework daily of identifying when it would pop up and in what way and the kinds of words it would use, in which context, and it was everywhere. It was highly critical. It had so much power. So I learned to disarm it. I learned to build the positive. I learned to flick the negative and just identify it and flick it and then replace it with something constructive. And this is a simple form of CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy. So after a couple of years of doing this homework or at least 18 months, I forgot all about it. And I'd started my psychology practice on the side of a day job that I had, a full-time job. And I remember getting off the bus towards my house and walking in my suit with my briefcase down towards my first client would have been waiting for me at my doorstep. And I recognised I was feeling quite nauseous. And it was in the middle of the day. It was still daylight. There was near a big shopping centre. There were lots of people around. And then I heard, I noticed in my mind the words, who do you think you are? You haven't even finished your psychology degree. What makes you think you can help people? And I turned around in the street and I kid you not, I said in a loud voice, back off. I'm not listening to you anymore. Back off. And people just moved away, clearly thinking, oh, we've got a maddie here. And honestly, I have never had a crisis of confidence in my counselling practice ever since. So that is a summary of how you can use your anger to really back off that negative ego. But it does take practice and it really has got to the point where I can literally flick it these days. Now, there are apps for cognitive behavioural therapy. It's extremely popular. It's extremely effective. And psychologists can help you with cognitive behavioural therapy. Another really neat way of looking at all of this in a summary is when you catch yourself worrying about how you can't do something, stop worrying about how you can't and focus your energy on how you can. And that's another way of overriding that negative ego with the positive. And here's another really wonderful way of looking at the negative inner critic. It's apparently an old Cherokee parable about two wolves. One evening, an old Cherokee told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside people. He said, my son, the battle is between two wolves inside us all. One is evil. It is anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other is good. It is joy, love, peace, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf wins? And the old Cherokee simply said, the one you feed. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. 
Plus, don't forget you can access all of the resources mentioned in today's podcast via the show notes. Is there a pressing issue or topic you'd like me to discuss? Head to my Instagram at dramandaferguson and send me a DM. I love hearing from my listeners. If anything discussed in this podcast has caused you concern or distress, contact your general practitioner or health provider. To locate a psychologist in your area, call the Australian Psychological Society and locate Find a Psychologist Service on 1800 33497 or visit www.findapsychologist.org.au. If you or someone you know is in crisis, Lifeline is available 24-7 on 13 11 14 and Kids Helpline, again 24-7 on 1800 1800 and both are free of charge. To find out more about me, please visit my website, dramandaferguson.com.au. You can find the link in my show notes. The opinions expressed by guests in these podcasts aren't necessarily shared by me.